0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, we are reading book three of Erie Elementary.
1: Wait, wait! I got these really cute things for my mirror. Mhm. Snowflakes and little like pom poms.
0: Like little snowballs.
1: Yeah, that are on the string. They're and garlands. Then, and then I have my Christmas tree, and I just put something on it. Like,
0: mhm. Yep.
1: Doo-doo-doo. So cute. It matches my mushrooms.
0: hmm She and, has ornaments that are cute little mushrooms.
1: And it matches my adorable fake owls. Yep,
0: she has little owls. And
1: it matches my like, adorable little gingerbread house.
0: If anybody has Hobby Lobby. Peyton got the cute little tiny two foot Christmas tree and I think it was like fifteen ninety nine.
1: And it was the last one. Yeah. And then it was the one that was standing.
0: Yep, it was, was the one. display tree. And she has the two little white owls she's talking about are the ones that are from Hobby Lobby too. They just like they have like this metal stick and you just like put it in the tree and it holds it in place. It and it looks That's like how these how you know the
1: the, tree's good if it's the one that stands
0: okay. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, totally. Okay, ready? Yeah. Erie Elementary, book three, Recess is a Jungle. Mm-hmm. He, This kid goes on some real, really, really <laughs> great <laughs> adventures. Bless you. Thank you. Okay, ready? Oh, yeah. thank you for
1: taking
0: my hot chocolate out. You're, you're, oh, you're welcome. Okay, ready?
1: I'm
0: a turkey. Okay. Chapter one. Into the woods. You want to come brush your hair over here so you can help me with this? Like, You want to read the um, chapters? Okay. Peyton's getting ready for school. Kinda. You might have to cut those. Okay. Power shot! Sam Graves shouted as he kicked the soccer ball across the playground. It was recess. Sam and his best friends Antonio and Lucy were passing the ball back and forth. Antonio stopped the soccer ball with his foot just before it rolled Beneath the swing set, he kicked it back to Sam. Psst, pass it to me, Lucy shouted. Sam kicked the ball to Lucy and then, and then raced ahead. Mister Nakobi, the old man who took care of Erie Elementary, was raking the leaves nearby. Sam waved at him as he darted past. Mister Nakobi was who chose Sam to the school's new hall monitor. It was Mr. Nakobi who showed Sam that Erie Elementary was a living, breathing thing that fed on students. The hall monitor, oh, the school was alive. And Sam Graves, the hall monitor, was now the protector of the school. Just moments ago that the, the school stage had tried to swallow, oh, just a month ago, The school stage had tried to swallow Lucy and Antonio during a school play. Then, only days later, Sam and Antonio rescued Lucy after she was swallowed by the locker. Lucy and Antonio now knew the terrible truth about Erie Elementary, and Mr. Nicobi had made them assistant hall monitors so they could help Sam and the other students safe. I hope that they they get to wear one of those hall monitor uniforms so Sam doesn't have to do it all by himself. Yeah. Sam's thoughts were interrupted by the squawk of a crow. The big black crow sat on the roof of the school. They usually gave Sam the willies, but not today. Sam ignored the birds and raced <laughs> forward.
1: And and the bird goes squawk.
0: Mm-hmm. Sam, incoming! Lucy called out. The soccer ball soared through the air. Sam Sam caught the ball with his foot and kicked it around the corner of the school. Erie Elementary looked like a castle made of crumbling red bricks. The playground Is equipment uh, No, it's okay. The playground equipment was old and worn. Sam dribbled the soccer ball around the huge wooden jungle. The jungle gym was full of tire swing ropes and ladders and poles. It had a climbing net and a bright red slide, too. Sam was coming to the edge of the playground where their soccer goal sat. A rusty fence surrounded the school. It stood just beyond the goal, covered in vines. Actually, that's really pretty. That doesn't supposed doesn't sound spooky. Mm-mm. Take the shot, Lucy shouted. Sam drew back his foot. He stared at the goal, and then Oh, yeah, he stared at the goal and then he kicked the ball with everything he had. Pow! The bore, the ball soared through the air. <laughs> Bless you. Sorry. The ball soared through the air, and it missed the goal. It missed the goal by a lot. The soccer, ball, uh, it bounced off of the fence and rolled into the, rolled to a stop. The soccer ball rusted against a huge knotted tree root that pushed up part of the fence. The ball was at the edge of a small wooden area beside the school. Sam sighed. Ugh, I'm so bad at soccer. Lucy and Antonio caught up to Sam. Antonio slapped Sam on the back. I'm sorry, buddy, it, but it's true. Soccer is just not your sport. Few it. A high pitched whistle from the air, or from pierced the air. Sam's teacher, Mrs. Grinker, stood at the steps. Recess is over. She called everyone inside now. She's she, she's like oh, you never knew Tina. Tina was from Molly's old school, and she'd be like, Get off! Get off the wall! Like, just scream, and You'd be like, Jesus, Tina. Sh- take it down oh, a notch. Do
1: you my dance teacher?
0: No, not that Tina. Okay,
1: good. <clears> no, <throat> no,
0: Tina. That Tina's awesome. Yeah. Antonio tugged Sam's sleeve. Your turn to get the ball, buddy, he said, pointing. Sam felt a rush, a chill rush down his spine. A hall monitor, as hall monitor, Sam could sometimes sense things that other students couldn't, and he felt something now, something bad. A moment later, the soccer ball began to roll. It moved entirely on its own. Sam, Antonio, and Lucy held their breath. They were stunned. Very slowly, the soccer ball rolled through the twisted hole in the fence into the dark woods. What would you do? What would you do? Literally. Would you be freaking out? I would be. I'd be like, "What? What the heck? It's like that movie where the red ball comes down the steps, remember? You know. Okay, chapter I 2. I
1: probably would be like, "You don't know, no, you know, um actually sometimes that does happen like because sometimes um there's a little breeze and sometimes the ball always moves cuz um One time when we were going into recess, there was like, oh, the smallest breeze, but um, a
0: couple of balls moved. Oh, okay. A small breeze would not move a ball, kiddo. Yeah, it did. Okay. Sam could... Okay, chapter two. After it, Sam couldn't believe what he had just seen. The ball was resting against a tree root, thought Sam, and then it just started rolling on its own. Mr. Grinker was carrying the... Oh, okay. Mr. Grinker was... Mrs. Grinker was hurrying the rest of the class into the school. Beside her was Mr. N'Kobe. The old man caught Sam's eye. He gave Sam a slight nod. Sam knew what that meant. Mr. N'Kobe wanted Sam to go into the woods after the ball. I'll get the ball, said Lucy. I'm sure there's a reason it started to roll. Maybe there's a little hill we can't see. There's a reason, all right, said Antonio. Antonio exclaimed, Orson Erie is the reason. Sam and his friends had learned that the mad scientist named Orson Erie built Erie Elementary more than 100 years ago. But Orson Erie found a way to live forever. He became the school. Orson Erie was an Erie Elementary. Come on, guys, Antonio said. Forget that ball. Lucy wanted to get into the woods, but Antonio didn't. The final choice was Sam's. Time is ticking. Sam looked back at Mr. Nicobi, who was talking to Mrs. Grinker. He was distracting her for them.
1: Perfect.
0: All right, guys, we're going after that ball. Lucy grinned and Antonio groaned, but together the friends walked through the fence. Pine trees were all over them. They climbed through the Wait, twisted those fence. Those
1: are Christmas trees. That's fine.
0: Yeah. Why they climbed scared? through the through the twisted fence and the cool air rushed over them. They left the sunlight behind and entered the darkness of the woods. But what if Orson Erie made the ball move? said Owen. I know. What if Orson Erie made the ball move, Antonio asked. We're leaving school grounds, said Sam. (coughs) Orson Erie has, bless you, Orson Erie has no power beyond this fence. We have nothing to worry about. But as soon as Sam finished that sentence, a thick Fog came from deep within the woods. In moments it seemed to swallow them. Sam couldn't see two feet in front of his face. He couldn't even see his friends. Sam Oh chapter
1: three Swamp Thing.
0: <sighs> My help. Sam heard Lucy's voice, but it sounded like she was miles away. He squinted. All he could see was thick gray fog. All Sam could hear was a swirling wind. Guys, where are you? Sam cried out. Antonio, Lucy. No response. His friends were gone. Sam couldn't see a thing through the fog. He had no idea where the soccer ball was. And even worse, he had no idea where his friends were. He cupped his hands around his mouth and yelled, Lucy, Antonio, where are you? Sam nearly tripped. The roots on the ground were uneven. Oh, the tree roots on the ground were uneven. It felt like they were trying to grab a hold of him. Help, Sam. Sam heard the calling of his name. It sounded like Lucy. He pushed his way through the fog. Why is and...
1: Lucy always the um
0: One kneeling saving? Yeah. Damsel in Distress. Yeah. He pushed his way through the fog followed, followed, and followed the sound of her voice. Lucy kept crying out "She, like she was in danger. At last, Maybe Sam stumbled is. out of the fog. He could see again, but he couldn't believe his eyes. There was a large swamp in front of him. Tree roots poked through the water. Dead branches floated to the surface. A swamp? How could there be a swamp this close to the school, Sam thought. It's like I'm... It's like I'm in a wild jungle from a movie. Sam had never seen a swamp before in real life, and he knew that there was not supposed to be a swamp in the woods. Sam and Lucy studied the school grounds in the library book and in Orson Erie's school's blueprints. There was not a swamp, any, swamp anywhere in that town. Mm. This just doesn't make any sense. What's going on here? Sam, Antonio, help, Hurry. Lucy shouted again. Sam spotted Lucy on the far side of the swamp. One of the why is
1: she always the victim?
0: Mm? One of the floating branches grabbed Lucy's backpack, and Lucy was trying to wrestle free, but she couldn't. The branches were dragging her into the swamp. She quickly grabbed a hold of the thick log bobbing in the water. Hang on, Lucy! Hang on, Sam shouted. I'm coming. Sam's heart was pounding. I need to get across that swamp and help Lucy, he thought. But if I step in the muddy water, I'll be pulled under too. Suddenly, Sam felt something cool brush against his shoulder. Ah, he shrieked. Sam leapt back, thinking that it was a snake. But it was just a long vine. Sam had an idea. He grabbed a hold of the vine and he gripped it tight. He eyed the monstrous swamp ahead of him. Sam gulped. He couldn't believe what he was about to do. Chapter 4. Crash! Sam got a running start and he leapt and clutched onto the vine as tight as he could and he swung over the swamps. I don't know. Lucy, duck! Sam shouted as he swung over her head like Tarzan, the star of the old movie that his dad loved. But Sam was no Tarzan and his finger slipped from the vine and he crashed onto the wet ground. Oomph! said Sam as he scrambled to his feet. He made it to the other side. "Hurry, Sam!" Lucy cried out. The branch was tugging her backpack and pulling her deeper into the swamp. If she got out of the lo- if she got off, if she let go of the log, she'd be dragged under in a, under a second. Sam yanked his hull monitor sash off and he threw to the end of Lucy. "Grab on!" Sam said. "I'll use it to pull you free." Lucy grabbed the sash. Sam used all of his might to pull. Slurp. Lucy ripped one foot out of the muck and finally was broken free from, from the branch's awful grasp. When Sam and Lucy were far enough from the swamp, they collapsed. Wait, cried Lucy. Where's Antonio? He ran the other direction. I heard him scream. He could be gone. Just then, there was an ear-splitting crash and then another, and it was coming from a pine tree ahead. What are those noises, Lucy asked? Crash, crunch. Sam had no idea, but the crash sounds grew louder and louder. Someone or something was creating them. I kind of
1: feel like... um, (laughs) What's her name? Lucy. Lucy is a little bit like the victim so much, and I kind of feel like she's... Kind of doing it on purpose. I don't
0: know why. Yeah. Maybe she likes to be saved. And
1: maybe she
0: has a crush on Sam. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Chapter 5. The Crow. Sam and Lucy huddled together. The trees seemed to shake and the ground seemed to quake. Lucy gasped and then shouted, It's Antonio! Lucy raced out of the woods. His eyes lit up guys i found you he fell to their to his feet or i fell at their feet i almost got eaten by a huge relief it was chomping at me like a mouth like chomp 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 i told you guys we were crazy for, to come and look for that soccer ball it's just a ball it's not worth getting eaten this shouldn't be happening not here i loosely explain, exclaimed Orson Erie's powers only worked on the school grounds. Yeah, Antonio said and we're definitely not on the school grounds. What is the deal? It doesn't make any PR. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, said Sam. Had they been wrong about about the work beyond work uh, wrong about the powers and how they worked beyond the school, and if they did, that meant that the trees should then should would never be safe. Sam looked around. The dark fog drifted between the trees. It was so thick that they couldn't even see the school. And the trees were the, the tallest Sam had ever seen. Vines and branches were twisted and tangled together. This isn't a small. This isn't the small forest that usually is next to the school. Sam thought it's a full blown jungle. Orson Erie must be to blame, and I don't see any other way. Something is coming. <sighs> Um, Antonio said, Sam saw a small creature shifting through the fog. A crow, said Lucy. It's one of those huge crows that are always flying up at the school rooftop. The bird hopped towards them. Lucy and Antonio inched closer. You like that one better? Okay. Okay,
1: it's white.
0: Interesting. But I bet it dries clear. The bird hopped towards them. Lucy and Antonio inched closer to Sam. The crow finally came to the stop, to stop at their feet. The dark black bird looked up at Sam. His silvery eyes stared right at him. No one said a word. They hardly breathed. The sound burst from the crow's lungs. The crow flapped its wings and shot into the air and it circled them three times. Then it darted into the fog, further into the jungle. Chapter 6, The Towering Man. Oh my gosh, that's spooky. Okay, hold on, I need some coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, bless you. You're a little sneezer today. We should go after it, said Sam. Antonio shook his head. Not again. We should not follow anything Anything? anything further into this creepy jungle. But maybe the crow's no but the crow knows a waste, Lucy said. Sam grinned. Lucy's right, come on. The three friends chased after the crow. Then Antonio had an idea. Wait a minute, he said. He grabbed Sam's hall monitor sash and he threw it at his threw it around his waist. Let's tie the sash around us so that we don't get separated again in this fog. Great idea, said Sam. That actually is a good idea. Soon, they had the sash wrapped around them. They tied a knot in the front. The crow swooped through the air. They tried to chase after it, but it wasn't easy running in a group. The sash pulled and tugged at them. It was like they were trying to run with a hula hoop around their waist. Antonio bumped into Lucy. Lucy stepped on Sam's foot. Sam stumbled. They couldn't keep up with the crow. The fog swirled around them. Ah, nuts, Lucy said. Where'd that bird go? Antonio... Where'd that bird go? Where'd that bird go? Antonio said. The friend slowed to a walk and, sh- and Sam loosened the sash. They continued through the strange jungle. Sam squinted. He saw the outline of a crow, but it wasn't flying and it wasn't moving at all. It seemed to be frozen in midair. The three friends stepped closer. The fog thinned out. Sam and Antonio and Lucy stopped dead in their tracks. The crow wasn't frozen in midair. It was standing on someone's shoulders. The shoulders of a tall, towering man. Oh Now I know why it's called that. Why? Because the chapter, I said, I meant to say like... Oh, the chapter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Gotcha. Okay, chapter seven. The statue's face. Oh, it's a statue. Okay, all right, all right, all right. The huge towering man did not move. Neither did the crow. It's the f- a statue. Mm-hmm. The fog swirled around them very slowly. Sam inched forward. The hall monitor sash-tugged at Lucy and Antonio. There was a gust of cool wind, and the fog cleared. Then they saw it was not a man. Well, a not really. It's just a statue, Lucy exclaimed. Antonio breathed a sigh of relief. Oh, we were... Worried over a big hunk of stone, the statue was cracked and chipped, and large black insect crawled in and out of it. Ew! Green moss covered much of the statue, including its face. Okay,
1: that, actually,
0: that's cool. I like moss. hmm me too. Oh, I think it's pretty. The statue stood atop of a stone base and covered in vines. The soccer ball, Antonio said, pointing to the ball rusted against the base of the statue. Hey, we found it, said Lucy. Antonio scooped it up and wiped the mud off of it. Sam barely heard his friend Sam barely heard his friends. He was too busy staring at the statue. He wondered who the man was. Squawk, squawk, squawk. The crow flapped its wings into the fog. Oh I wonder if it flew away. Sam untied the sash and threw it over his shoulder. Can you two help me? he said. I want to peel away that slimy green gunk so we can see the statue's face. Oh. I bet you it's Orson-eary. Mm-hmm. Moments later, Lucy stood on Antonio's shoulders and Sam climbed up on Lucy's back. Antonio groaned, you guys, how strong do you think I am? Pretty strong, said Sam with a grin, just hold still for one more second. Antonio stumbled a bit, but Lucy held on tight to Sam's ankles. Sam grabbed onto the top of the statue. They were steady now. Sam's fingers clutched the moss slowly. They began to pull it off the statue's face. The moss was wet and cold as ice. It smelled of mud and earth. Sam peeled it away from the statue's mouth. He felt cold air rush at him. It was like something old and lifeless just had breathed on him. Sam gulped and he continued peeling away the moss. At last, a large bit came free and Sam saw the face staring back at him and he cried out, The statue, it's a statue of Orson Erie. I knew it. Yep, you knew it. Well, we did. hmm Chapter 8, It's a Trap. Sam was clinging, was clinging to the statue. Lucy looked up at him. Orson Erie, all the way out here in the jungle, she asked. The thought of this creepy scientist made Antonio's la- legs wobbly. And he stumbled and Lucy fell forward. Sam stumbled on her shoulders. A second later, they all collapsed on the ground in a heap. Okay, this statue like huge. Yeah, it's like as tall as a house. I mean, comparatively speaking, if we're looking about how tall the kids are. If you think, like... Oh, my God. Yeah. Something caught Antonio's eye. He pulled at the vines covering the statue's base. There, he was writing on the stone, The statue marks the purchase of property by Orson Erie in the year 1917. Hmm, said Lucy. I wonder... What, said Sam. They unzipped her backpack and pulled out Orson Erie's journal. Sam and Antonio had found the red leather book that they went into the depths of the school to rescue Lucy that they found when they went into the depths of the school to rescue Lucy she quickly flipped through the pages look at this map Lucy cried out i think Orson Erie bought this land for the school the area is marked soccer field land i bought for Erie elementary interesting but a soccer field was never built said antonio these trees never nodded, never were never knocked down and the fence was never even moved. Sam gulped. He had a horrifying thought. Maybe anything that's tied to this school is alive. Maybe it's all under Orson Erie's spell. His power could reach further than ever imagined. Sam looked up at the stone at the stone face. It almost looked like Sam was grinning. Sam swallowed. We really need to find a way back to school, Lucy said. We've got... We've...
1: Oh, they're going to be in so much trouble.
0: We've been... Oh, away for too long. Lucy's words made Sam's blood red cold, run cold. Sam felt the hall monitor sash in his hands. He looked at the soccer ball and then up at the towering statue. Suddenly it all made sense, terrifying sense. We left the students unprotected, Sam exclaimed. While we've been stuck in the jungle, Erie Elementary has been left without its protectors. Without us, Orson Erie pulled that soccer ball out here so we'd follow it. Lucy couldn't believe it. Do you mean that we've been tricked? Yes, said Sam. It was all just a trap. And with us lost in the jungle, Antonio said the school is free to attack the other students. Chapter 9. Hurry. We need to get back to the school now, Sam cried. He was just able to spot the school spot the school through the fog. The top of the building peaked above the trees that way, Lucy said they raced through the woods. The trees seemed to howl. The branches rattled, and the leaves shook. Sam's heart pounded, and his legs hurt. He had never run so hard in his life. We're getting close, I can see the fence, Antonio said. They scampered up a small hill. At last, they crawled through the fence and burst out of the thick jungle. The, now, the They now found themselves back on the playground, standing next to the swing set. Up ahead were slides, then the monkey bars, and just beyond the school, Bog surrounded it. Sam caught his breath, he thought. This afternoon it was crazy scary, but now we're safe. Whoosh, va-voom, zip. Suddenly, bright the bright green playground grass was suddenly spreading up around them. It was growing out of control. Sam and Lucy and Antonio stumbled. What is happening? Lucy screamed. These huge blades of grass shot up. One was past Sam's head, each blade ten feet high. Oh, it's going to be like a, a maze, I bet. Sorry, Sorry coffee break. Mm-hmm. The friends huddled together. Then, all of a sudden, everything stopped. The grass had grown up all around them. Ahead of them was a long, winding path to the gr- to, of greenery through greenery. Sam's eyes were wide as silver dollars, silver dollar pancakes. Um, he said, "Did our playground just turn into a hedge maze? It's like the labyrinth. That's cool." They looked around. Sam was right. They were standing in the middle of a winding lab oh, the labyrinth with walls of grass and greens, uh, grass and trees. We'll never get out of here, said Lucy. We have to find a way out, Sam said. Antonio grinned and reached into his pocket. Have no fear. I've got my lucky peanut butter and jelly sandwich with me. Remember? That's nasty. I'll leave a trail of breadcrumbs. That way, if we get totally lost, we can at least go back where we tra- started. Sam smiled. Good thinking. Now come on, through the hedge. Through the hedge maze we go. The walls of the hedge maze towered over Sam and his friends. Going through this maze that was the only way back to the school. Sam said, "And if and and if this whole swamp maze thing is a trap from the start, we really need to hurry," Lucy said. "The monkey bars are on the far side of the playground," said Antonio. "They're right next to the school's rear steps." Oh, sorry. Chapter ten through the hedge maze. I didn't. I, I didn't write, say that. Oopsies. So we need to. So we need to go towards the monkey bars," said Sam. "Come on." The three friends began to follow the winding path. Antonio dropped the breadcrumbs as they walked. The dark maze snaked through the playground. Sam saw the same thing he had seen during recess, the swings and the slides, but everything was different now. The grassy walls surrounded the playground equipment and the playground was mucky and wet. Vines crawled over everything. Rocking horses seemed to cry out as Sam walked past. and. Mm. well you know like the ones at a playground where it's like they're on a spring and you can go back and forward this their springs squeaked and their eyes bulged creepy the merry-go-round covered in vines spun on its own it creaked and howled with each turn finally sam spotted the monkey bars we're almost to the steps but getting there won't be easy Lucy said, Lucy was right. There was now a swamp below the monkey bars and it was covered. It had covered the entire path. Maybe we can swim across the swamp, Antonio asked. The last swamp almost ate me, said Lucy. Maybe this one's different, said Antonio. Lucy, Sam said, do you have anything in your backpack that you don't need? Lucy opened her backpack and she dug into her school books and sunglasses and pulled out her neon yellow pencil case. Sam took the case. Let's see how the swamp reacts when we throw this in. He tossed the pencil case to the swamp, and it splashed onto the muddy water top and floated. Suddenly, a long, winding branch burst through the muddy surface. The branch grabbed the case and drug it below. Sam, Lucy, and Antonio all gasped. Nope, said Lucy. This swamp's not any different. Then there's only one way across, Sam said, stepping up. He reached out and grabbed a hold of the monkey bars. It was covered in vines and moss. Sam took a deep breath. I'll go first, he said. Then he began to climb. Chapter 11, Monkeying Around Sam was onto the third bar when he looked down the swamp below, bubbled and burped. Muddy water splashed at Sam's sneakers. Tree limbs reached out for him. Sam's hands were sweaty. There is no way I'll make it across without falling, he thought, but I have to. Sam was halfway. When it, when Lucy began to climb, Antonio was the last to cross. I've always hated monkey bars, he groaned. Sam got closer to the end. The monkey bars began to shake. The metal creaked and and moaned. Hold on tight, shouted. Sam shouted as he's trying to. Sh- uh, it's trying to shake us off, Lucy yelled. The structure swayed from side to side. Sam swung to the next bar. There was only one to go till the end. Just then. Lucy shrieked. The monkey bar shot up into the air and the three friends held on tight. Sam gasped. We're 20 feet up in the air, he thought. Slippery vines had crawled up the monkey bars. One long vine wrapped itself around Sam's hands. His fingers were being lifted off of the bars. I can't hold on much longer, he yelled. The vines plucked Sam's pinky finger and he lost his grip. He was plummeting down towards the monster monstrous swamp at the last second Sam grabbed onto Lucy's jeans and he clutched the fabric as tight as he could slurp the swamp wait did I just miss page hold on oh okay slurp the swamp water bubbled up and the monkey bars began sinking back down Sam's stomach did a flip as every as everything dropped the swamp was about to swallow the monkey bars Lucy gritted her teeth, only one bar left. Using all of her might, she reached out and she grabbed it and Sam was able to scramble to the bottom rung. Together, he and Lucy narrowly escaped, but Antonio was still making his way across. The metal bars dipped in the middle and Antonio's feet hung closer to the swamp. Mud splashed his legs. "'Faster, Antonio,' Sam called. "'I'm trying,' Antonio cried out. "'I don't want to be swamp food.' He quickly swung oh, from the, does. I know, swung from bar to bar. The metal howled as he dove off of the monkey bars and he crashed to the ground beneath his, b- beside his friends. The three friends looked back just in time to see the swamp swallow the entire monkey bar set. Sam raced ahead. We are so close, he thought. His heart was pounding. The ex. He expected to run straight to the last bit of maze and see the rear steps of the school. He expected to make it back in time to Orson Erie from attacking the students. He expected the horrible day to be over. Sam ran as fast as he could. Antonio and Lucy were hot on his heels. But then he began to panic. He was looking at the swing set. No, Sam cried out. We're back in the beginning. What? Lucy hung her head. This is really a maze, and we're trapped. It's hopeless. It's not totally hopeless, Antonio said. Luckily, I dropped those breadcrumbs as we went. They'll show us exactly which way to go, so that we can take a different way out. But Antonio stopped. The ground was bare. Wait a minute. They're gone. Antonio looked... Oh, chapter 12. Is there any way out? "'Antonia looked at the empty path. "'Who took my peanut butter and jelly crumbs?' he exclaimed. "'Sam's heart was pounding. His eyes darted to the ground. "'Crumbs just can't have disappeared.' "'It's not possible,' said Lucy. Her hands Uh, were trembling. "'It ate it.' "'Squawk. The friend spun around. "'A huge crow from before had landed on the seesaw. "'A piece of his bread was dropped out of his mouth. "'That crow must have eaten all the bread crumbs," Sam said.' The bird A crow. The bird flapped its wings and shot into the air. Are you going to come sit? Yeah. And shot. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Sam plopped down on the seesaw. Oh, luckily Lucy kicked, kicked the damp ground. It's like everything is working against us. Sam plopped down on the seesaw. I'm afraid we'll never get out of this maze. Suddenly, one end of the seesaw jumped whoa sam shrieked the seesaw jumped again it's alive too sam tumbled off sam sat up he was covered in mud but he was smiling that's it he said i know exactly how we can find our way out of here you do antonio asked i think so sam said can you guys pin down the seesaw rustle a rustle a monster seesaw antonio said rolling up his sleeves bring it on Lucy and Antonio jumped on the seesaw, pinning one side to the ground. The seesaw jerked and jumped. Hurry, Sam, Antonio said. We can't hold this thing down forever. Sam quickly climbed to the top of the other end of the rusty seesaw. Jesus, what are you doing? You're like, would you just run a marathon? My God. You okay? Okay. It quaked. Sam was barely able to grip the cold metal handle. It was like he was surfing. It's working, Sam said. Less talking, more looking, Antonio said. The seesaw was trying its hardest to fling Lucio and Antonio off. Finally, Sam managed to stand up straight. The whole hedge maze, he could see the whole hedge maze. The straight labyrinth wrapped around the school of Erie Elementary. The strange, uh, uh, but Sam smiled. I can see it. I can see the way out. What are you breathing like that for? Are you like holding your breath? What are you doing? You okay? Oh my God. Chapter 13.
1: The horror of pain breathing.
0: Oh my gosh. From his spot, Sam could see the zigzag path They could that they would need to take. To escape the maze, he tried to take a picture of every twist and turn in his mind. They needed to take a left at the swings, a right before the tetherball, continue past the slides, and then final right after the merry-go-round. <sighs> when they'd finally be at the school steps, we can do this, Sam cried out. Okay, there's no way I would ever remember that. Would you? I wouldn't. There's no way. Man. Okay. We'll be out of these creepy, crawly maze in no time," said Antonio. The three friends raced through the maze of Erie Elementary. Erie Elementary knew that Sam and his friends were were close to escaping. The monstrous school did everything to stop them. The vines lashed out at them. The ground became wet and mucky. Sam, Lucy, and Antonio just kept running. Left, Sam cried out as they raced past the howling swings. Next right, Sam shouted as they they dove beneath the whirling tetherball. Around this corner, Sam yelled out as they passed the merry-go-round. Finally, they were out, and they burst free from the maze. The school steps were just ahead of them. We did it, shouted Lucy. We escaped. The steps were just a few feet away, but what Sam saw next almost made his heart stop. The entire jungle gym had come to life. Uh, the huge wooden plastic and plastic structure had all of was as tall as a house and it was marching towards the school. Sam gulped he had been right. Orson Erie had led had led Sam and his friends into the swamps on purpose to distract them from this real plan. Orson Erie was going to use the jungle gym to march inside the school. He was going to feast on the students. Chapter fourteen. It's alive. It's alive. That kind of reminds me of um what's that the book about the dog? I don't know. Remember where it's like Frank Frankinweenie. Frankenweenie Weenie. Frank and Have you do you don't remember that, do you? We gotta watch that. Wooden stakes jabbed at the ground and the mo- as the monstrous jungle gym stepped towards the school. It moved like a spider. Sam looked up. Fog surrounded Erie Elementary. No one would be able to see the jungle gym. No one would even know about the horror that was inside those walls. The jungle gym raised one giant stake and jabbed it into the school. Whack! Sam gasped. Everyone inside was in terrible danger. He had to act now. Hey, Orson! Sam shouted at the jungle gym. before, Before you snack on those students, we've got a hall monitor to deal with. The jungle gym stopped. Slowly moving. Slowly it turned. Sam shivered. The jungle gym seemed to have a face, and it was staring directly at Sam. That long red slide was his tongue. Above his tongue was a framed, a mouth framed of wood. Suddenly, a tire swing swung out at Antonio and dropped onto him. Quickly, it tightened its grip, almost like a huge rubber belt. It's got me, he cried out. Lucy and Sam raced towards their friend, climbing a pole from the ground. It swung around them. "Uh, Oh, watch out, Lucy shouted as they dove to the ground. Whoosh, the metal pole swung over their heads. Oh, my gosh. Sam and Lucy scrambled to their feet. Lucy shrieked, "The jungle gems climb, the jumble jungle gems climbing!" What climbing net had gotten a hold of her? The net yanked her up into the air. She was like a fly caught in a spider's web. Sam stumbled back. This freaky jungle gem just grabbed both of my friends. He thought, "How will I stop this thing?" Sam's mind raced. He thought back to how he defeated Erie Elementary when it attacked them during the school play. He had tossed a huge peanut thing a huge tub of peanut butter into its mouth to stop it from chomping Antonio. It's like a horrible creature is part of Orson Erie himself, Sam thought. His eyes darted around. He spotted the soccer ball lying at Antonio's feet. Can I do it? Sam asked himself. Can I do a terrible can I do what I'm terrible at? Can I use everything I've got to mess into this mess to save us? The only way is to find out. Antonio, Sam kicked the ball. <clears throat> Sam called, kicked the ball, into, uh, kicked the ball to Lucy. You want to play soccer now? Antonio cried out. You bet I do, Sam yelled. The tire swing squeezed Antonio's waist. He could barely move. At last, Antonio managed to kick the ball. It flew towards Lucy. Lucy, Sam called the soccer ball over to me. The climbing net was lifting Lucy up and dropping her down like a yo-yo. She groaned and reached out, fighting against the net. Finally, she was able to grab the ball and she flung it towards... Sam, the jungle gym made a roar. One leg lifted up, ready to crush the ball. Chapter 15.
1: A final kick.
0: The monstrous jungle gym's wooden leg just missed the soccer ball. It slammed into the muddy ground. Sam stopped the ball with his foot. The jungle gym stomped towards Sam. Smack, squash, smush. The Jungle Gym slide rolled onto a breadlong carpet. It snaked around, lashed out, and smacked the ground at Sam's foot. Kick the ball, Sam, Lucy shouted. Hurry, I can't breathe, Antonio called. The wooden mouth above the slide was chomping down, open and close. The wood splinters with every bite. Sam could tell that the school wanted to scoop him up with the tongue and swallow him whole. This is the moment, Sam thought. Sam pulled back his foot and the soccer ball and eyed the soccer ball and the ball soared through the air and whizzed above the tongue. An instant later, the ball disappeared. It had flown directly into the monstrous Jungle Jim's mouth. Direct hit, Antonio cried out. Nice shot, Lucy screamed. Sam caught his breath for one moment. Everything was quiet. Then the jungle gym stumbled from side to side. The two windows above the sides of the eyes bulged. The legs shook. The wood creaked. A long moan escaped from its mouth. The giant tongue flopped from side to side. The monster was choking. It lurched towards Sam and stepped back. Look, it's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then all at once the huge structure became lifeless. The tire around. Antonio loosened. The climbing net dropped to the ground. Lucy, the the woods settled. Even the fog began to clear. Not bad for someone who's terrible at soccer, Antonio joked. But before Sam could reply, there was a clang. Chapter 16. The
1: Strangest School
0: the school doors flew open. Sam, Lucy, Antonia, where have you been? Mrs. Grinker yelled from the top of the stairs. Mr. Nicobi stood beside her. He had a slight grin on his face. Recess ended 30 minutes ago, Mrs. Grinker continued. 30 minutes ago? Sam thought? It feels like we were gone for a lot longer than that. I'm sorry, Mr. Grinker, Sam said. We got lost in the fog. Mr. Grinker frowned. What fog? She asked, looking around. Anyway, a little fog shouldn't keep you from getting into class, especially if you don't want to continue being if you want to continue being hall monitors. Mister Grinker stopped as she turned to go inside. She eyed the jungle gym. Hey, she said, didn't that jungle gym used to be over there? Oh no, said Mrs. Grinker. Oh no, Mrs. Grinker said, Mister Nakobi. it was being moved today. Didn't you get my note, Mister Grinker? Glared. No, I didn't, said Sam. Sam and Lucy and Antonio giggled. Enough laughing, she barked. You three, come inside and wipe your feet. Somehow, you got covered in mud. She's like kind of a grandpa. Mr. Grinker shook her head, and then the two adults stepped back inside. Lucy looked down at her clothes. She was right. We are a mess, aren't we? Antonio chuckled. Well, we did just hike through a wild jungle, and we did just brave a hedge maze full of monstrous playground stuff, Sam added. Sam looked around at the playground. He looked at the woods beyond the playground. Sam swallowed. "Lucy, Antonio," he said, "Orson Erie is much stronger than we ever imagined. His powers go past the regular school grounds." Lucy nodded. "I'll look closely at Orson Erie's journal to find anything that we may have missed before. Who knows where else? Who knows where else his powers reach?" Antonio threw his arms around his friend's shoulders. Let's worry about that tomorrow, he said. For the rest of the day, he he said, I just want to relax. No monster jungle gyms, no hedge mazes, no hopeful, and hopefully no homework. Please tell, please tell me tomorrow is Saturday. Um, Antonio Lucy said, chuckling. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Antonio groaned. Of course, this mess happens on a Monday. The three friends laughed and began walking towards the stairs. Whoosh! Sam turned in time to see the soccer ball bouncing down the jungle gym slide, and it rolled towards Sam's feet. Sam slowly and carefully bent down and picked it up. He smiled with relief. It's just a regular old ball now. Sam tucked it under his arm, and together he and his friends walked back to the strangest school anyone had ever known, Erie Elementary. That's crazy. sounds Sounds like a fun and exciting elementary school. What do you think? Yep. Okay. All right, then.